Hey, welcome to the Rooted to Live podcast. If you've been waiting longer than expected for this episode, then today's topic may be of assistance to you. Patience. Today's topic is patience. And other translations of this word uh, may be long-suffering or forbearance. Patience is the Holy Spirit-given quality of waiting, being contented, and especially of enduring under provocation. In life, it looks like the ability to bear up under the oversights and wrongs afflicted by others without actually out without retaliating in anger. I would define patience as willingly waiting when you don't want to. And this kind of patience is truly unattainable by any human effort, really. That's why it's of the Spirit of God. It's God's character in us. Who could use some more patience? I've been thinking about it. You might need the Spirit's assistance in cultivating God's character of patience. If, um, like when waiting at a checkout line in a grocery store and you watch out for the alternate you and other lines to see if you beat yourself, maybe it's time to consider asking God to help you grow in patience. If you keep getting surprised that 17-year-olds at fast food drive throughs don't care about your food or your time like you do, maybe some patience could help. If you throw any kind of remote control in any direction, consider it. If you keep attempting to find happiness by spending money you don't have or thing on things you don't need, hmm. if you make these sounds... So often in response to people that your spouse thinks that you've actually developed a speech problem, you might need some patience. If you get angry with those that drive slower than you in the passing lane and then angry with those that drive too fast past you, either way, you think everyone else is wrong, maybe some patience could work. And if you get ticked off because your child acts like a child, hmm, all of us could grow, I'm sure, in the character of God, God's patience in our lives. And and patience really leads to stress, frustration, and anger. And, and patience really is a form of selfishness. Ultimately, impatience reveals how we amplify ourselves, our wants, our timetable, our plans, and our lack of trust in God's timing, power, and love. So practically, patience reveals itself in response to God's timetable with, with events and circumstances, with trials and sufferings, and with others and their weaknesses and offenses. Could anybody else use Some more patience? I know I could. The scriptures give several positive examples of patience. In James, we read that prophets were an example of patience in the face of suffering. And James also refers to Job, whose perseverance was rewarded. That idea of perseverance is that waiting. And in the Old Testament, we see that Abraham, too, waited patiently and received that which was promised. As the author of Hebrews puts it. Jesus, of course, demonstrated patience and a patient endurance um, often. When standing before a mock trial before his crucifixion, uh, crucifixion, people brought false witnesses against him, false witness against him. They they lied about him. And do you know what Jesus did? Nothing. He loved them. The scriptures teach that God the Father is patient. In Psalm 103, verse 8, We read, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. When it comes to God's patience in the face of terrible evil in the world, a common misunderstanding about God's patience is that it's permissive, but it's not permissive. 
It doesn't think sin or injustice is okay. God's patience isn't passive. His patience toward us isn't passive. God's patience actually revealed through us then toward others is a relentless trust that in all we do and all that we cannot do that God will deal with everything in perfect justice. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4 shows us that. And to that he will accomplish all his purposes. Isaiah 46.10 God's style of patience placed in us frees us then from the emotional drive in us to live angry. It's really the emotion of anger versus the character of patience that we're speaking of today. You know that this characteristic has been really cultivated in your soul and your life when God's Spirit has given you the ability to respond to the circumstances in life in complete trust in the Father's power and purpose. When the Apostle Paul explains what true love is to a struggling church in Corinth, the first thing he writes about love is that love is patient. Love is patient because patient is a dying to selfishness. And and true love is selfless. It yields to what is best for another. And impatience, of course, then is selfishness. And where there is selfishness, there is not true love. The scriptures command that believers in Christ are to live patiently. I'll read a few scriptures here. Patiently bearing with one another in love, Ephesians 4.2. Patient with the idle, faint-hearted, and weak. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.14. Patient in tribulation, the book of Romans tells us that. Patient enduring evil, 1 Timothy. Patient until the coming of the Lord, James chapter 5, verse 7. These aren't suggestions for the Christian life. These are descriptions of how the Christian will live when filled with the Spirit of God. And so how can we grow in patience? Better stated, um, how can we partner with the Holy Spirit whereby He creates God's patience in us? How can, we, how can we cooperate with the Spirit of God in creating an environment in our lives whereby patience can be cultivated by the Spirit of God? It's got to come from Him. So He gives us the answer. I'll just share one scripture with you um, and unpack it a bit. How about Psalm chapter 130? 130 verse 5. Just two phrases put together. Let's think about it. Here's what the song says. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word I hope. Let's consider that first phrase. I wait for the Lord or my soul waits. So what is our part in partnering with the Spirit whereby the Spirit of God cultivates patience? Really, the first part is to wait for the Lord. Waiting for the Lord is really an Old Testament way of describing the opposite of impatience. Waiting for the Lord is the opposite of running ahead of the Lord, and it's the opposite of bailing out on Him. It's staying at your appointed place while He says stay, or it's going at His appointed pace when He says go. Patience is not impetuous, and it's it's not despairing. What areas in your life are, are you waiting for the Lord right now? Maybe you're waiting for a spouse, or maybe you're waiting for a a spouse to change. Maybe you're waiting for a a job, and you've been waiting for a while, and despair's coming in. Maybe you're waiting for a wayward child to to get back on the right track, or maybe you're waiting for a healing. Why wait on God? Well, the answer is because patience is further developed and strengthened by resting in God's perfect will and timing. It's actually your to your and my own good to wait on God. Psalm chapter 37 verses 7 and 8 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not be afraid when people succeed in their ways and when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not be afraid. 
it only leads to evil. See, we have to ask ourselves, are we ever tempted to stop waiting on God? Are you ever tempted into thinking that he's not around or not seeing you or not hearing you? When your life isn't going how you planned or how you thought God was going to work, or when your goals and dreams are being blocked by someone or something else, that's, that's why we have to trust and wait in the Lord. That's why we usually are tempted to not wait on the Lord when those things are happening in our lives. We, when, when we're usually tempted to not wait on the Lord, we, we decide to give up. We think to ourselves, if I'm not going to get what I want, and if God, you aren't going to make it happen, then I, what I want, then I'm, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to do my own thing. If there's going to be obstacles and frustrations, God, then I quit. So we give up, and then we lose because we give up. Or maybe your style is more like we decide to try to make things happen on our own. So because we desire marriage and we we want that spouse and we know that there's probably should be standards and we need to be like-minded and, and share the faith and maybe it's not coming the way we want it to, to come, we, we start compromising a bit. See, we're tempted to be impatient when we start to doubt the wisdom of God's timing or the or His goodness and the goodness of His guidance. So patience then as a willingness to wait and wait for God in the, in the place that he's led you, and it's also the willingness to endure life's struggles and circumstances that God has allowed to come to pass in your life. So just be blessed to know this, that nothing actually gets to you without God's expressed permission. Don't try to hurry past the waiting. God is up to something, and he's in the midst of whatever you're going through and whatever you're waiting on him for, and and trusting him in. He's growing you. Even, even in that circumstance, your willingness to surrender to your anxiety or control to trust in him, that's that's when you'll win. When, when you give up the control and you submit your control to him, trust in him and his word. He, he's developing you. In fact, James says that trials develop perseverance. Another way of saying that is that usually big time growth happens in pain, suffering, and waiting. He started something new a long time ago. He's going to finish that thing. So the first thing that we can do to partner with the Spirit to give way to His cultivating patience in us is to wait. It's ironic when people ask God, just God, please fill me with patience. Give me more patience. Well, that means you're going to wait. In the same verse, we see a second way to partner with the Holy Spirit in creating an environment in our soul where the fruit of patience can grow. Remember Psalm 130 verse 5, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. What is the psalmist doing while waiting? Note again that waiting is is not passive. Patience is not passive. The second part of this, an invitation that you and I have, not a condemnation or just a to-doing, but a to-doing full of hope. It's proactive in the waiting. It's hope in God's word. See, what will get you through in times of waiting is hope, and hope by the Spirit of God will strengthen your waiting ability. And the source of hope, then, is the Word of God. The practical step really is get to know God the Father. You already know your circumstances. You you know what you wish would be. You know what your plans are. But a sure hope comes when you stop focusing on your goals and start focusing on the Father's love for you. This is why we take in God's Word so we get to know more of Him than see who we are and who we aren't in light of him. So hope is a faith about the future. And this is why then in Hebrews it says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. We we cannot have God-sized patience in the everydayness of life unless we have knowledge of God, faith or trust in God, and hope in him. 
See, God is trustworthy with your difficult circumstances. He's trustworthy with the thing or the person you're waiting for, the circumstances that you'd like to see different. He loves the people that are most difficult for you to love. He, he's mindful of your future as much as you are, but with the power to control all things. Hope in Him. See, a part of patience for the Christian is trusting that what God promises, He will perform. And He will. And there's a benefit to the waiting. You, you become more like Him in your character, and others around you will be blessed because of it. So, patience requires that whenever things go differently than we envision or wish, that we believe that God is working all things for good and and He will complete all the good things that He started and that we can trust Him. If you like someone on your team uh, in your life to pray for you concerning uh, your anger or your impatience, I'd love to be that person. If there's something that you've struggled to wait on the Lord concerning and you just want someone to be praying for you, I'd be glad to join you in praying for you. Patience is willingly waiting when you don't want to. But in the midst of that waiting, we turn to him and we wait on him. We take in his word so we get to know more of him. And we can invite other people to join us in praying. I'd love to hear from you. Visit us at rootedtolive.com and contact me. I want to pray for you. I I want to be for you. And when I get that email from you, um, I'll get on my knees where I get that and I'll pray for you. If you've enjoyed uh, these podcasts these last few months, I'd love for you to share them. I'd be glad to hear from you uh, and how you've been encouraged or challenged by these podcasts. So please get in touch. But if you've really enjoyed them as well, share them with other people. Share your favorite episode or the whole podcast link with other people. And I just wanted you to know, actually, that the Rooted to Live Ministries podcasts are now being listened to in five countries and then um, all the way across the nation. I don't even know who all the people are. I don't know who listened to the podcast in Argentina, but I'm glad they did. And I can only assume that that was made possible because people like you listening shared with others. So thank you for doing that. Please get in touch. I'd love to connect with you.